guys, and welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. And sometimes I do it with a little help with my friends. And by sometimes, I mean almost all the time, because being left to my own devices is a bad idea for everybody. And thankfully, there's a full adult here today. Hi, Patrick. Hey, Katie. How are so am you? I the good? I'm good. Am I the good, the bad, or the ugly of the convention world? You're good. You're totally oh, good. 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 <laughs> like if there was a D and D world of the convention world, you would definitely be my neutral good. <laughs> neutral good. Okay. I'm chaotic. I'll take it. I don't know if it's chaotic, neutral, or good. I don't know yet, but it's definitely chaotic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. How are you? I'm doing well. I recovered yeah. from COVID a couple months ago, so. Uh, You've got a lot of good stuff to look forward to. I recovered from last week. No, I haven't. I say that, but I haven't. I don't sound as sexy as I did last week with the COVID voice. I mean, I'm sorry that you missed out on that. Oh, I heard it. But, but, you know, I I lost my sense of smell for about a week after that. It was just Mm. weird. But Mm. uh, came back and... Um, Now I've got immunity for three months. uh, Yeah, it's funny. I like, I can smell things. And at the time, like, I lost my taste completely for like two days in the midst of it. And now I can't taste anything sweet. Oh. Like, that's yeah. it. Like, if, like I, the other day I was at the soda machine at my work, like, you know, t- sampling. Like, can I taste this? No. Can I taste this? No. Can I taste this? No. And like, wow. soda to me now is like bubbles with like a small tinge of a flavoring. It's very odd. It's kind of like when you get like church punch. And they've oh. completely watered it down. You know what you should try is hot wings. Mm. Mm. Will the pain be there without the taste? That would be exciting. It's, it's a no little one. science experiment. No, it sounds painful. <laughs> it sounds like that would be the thing that comes back. It's like, ha <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, Patrick, we both know what this is. We both know that this was last minute. We both know that we're winging it today. Well, you know, I, I knew I'd be on again sometime, and I planned to wing it, because the last two times I came on, I mm-hmm. came on with the story of the, one of the worst conventions I've ever attended. Oh my God. Uh, the Wine Country Comic Con. That was mm-hmm. episode six. Yep. But, oh, that was so terrible. And Vic Mignano <laughs> was part of it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the next time I went on, I talked about dead people. Oh my God, that was the best episode. Yeah, we, we killed the second doctor. <laughs> you sure did. And, and people with Legionnaire's disease. Yes, the Legionnaires <laughs> Convention. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, gross. Yeah, so there's a lot of dead people from that episode. And yeah. uh, so this time I figured, okay, maybe I can avoid talking about, you know, dead people. Dead people? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's we'll almost just... Halloween again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you could yeah. get somebody from horror conventions for that. But, I know, uh, I know, I know. That's that's definitely hopefully my plans for October. Yeah. Um, but But what about today? What do we talk about today? Well, I was thinking, like, when we did the 20 questions, we were talking about, I think it was might have been after the episode, we were like, how did we all meet? Oh, boy. And, it, it, you know, I was chair of Anime Boston. I was vice chair in 2003 and 2004, the first mm-hmm. two years. Mm-hmm. And then I was chairman in 2005 and six. Mm-hmm. And so being in that position, everybody on staff knew who I was. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people at the convention knew who I was. Mm-hmm. I couldn't keep track of anybody. Right. Like I knew the the other people in certain positions of staff, and I knew right. some of the attendees, but there were people that would come up to, "Hey, Patrick, how you doing?" And like, or they run into them 
you know, at the grocery store or something. I'm like, hey, oh, it's good to see you. And I'm like, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> they must know me from Anime Boston. Uh, and especially if I had a staff shirt on. It's, uh, and so I met a lot of people, mm-hmm. but don't remember meeting them Aww. because I met so many people. <laughs> right, right, right. So I'm not sure if I remember when we met. I When did do. we meet? Do? I do remember meeting you. Yes, I do remember meeting you. I officially met you. Because here's the thing. It's like you had met Robin like a while. Because Ro- I had known Rob yeah. since. Well, I mean, if you listen to the podcast. <laughs> Rob and I kind of became friends in 2005. Mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> after, meeting him in 2004. Right. After an, after an awkward table conversation. But Rob and I became friends like around 2006, I would say, officially. Like where we actually like walked around, talked to each other for five minutes kind of thing. Um, and he had mentioned you like to me, but I had not met you officially yet in 2006. Uh-huh. Um, but we were like, he's like, oh yeah, Patrick and la la la. And I was like, oh, and he's like, yeah, he's again, you're the chairman, right? At that point, yeah. 2006, yeah, 2006 yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, that sounds important. You know, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a big deal. Um, but I officially met you when you were in your, um, Digimon costume. Oh, where was that? I mean, I wore it so many places. It really doesn't hurt. It was at Boston. I met you at Boston in it. Oh. Well, that couldn't be. Or or not Boston. Um, I didn't wear that Amy Boston until much later. Might have been PortCon. It was PortCon then. I met you at PortCon. When it was at the Mary Manor? Yes. Yeah, okay. I did wear it there at least once. Yes. Okay. And that's how we first met. But here's the thing. I never saw your face. (laughs) like i i didn't get to meet you face to face until probably four years later oh wow i know no no, it wasn't that much it wasn't that much longer because 2007 i see i thought the first time i met you was at um is it new york comic-con no oh no you're right because 2008 we went to to comic-con so it was was like 2007 was it seven? I forget. If, I forget it was the, because they had New York Comic Con and New York Anime Fest, and one was in the spring, one was in the fall, and one of them I took the train down. Yeah, with me. That's yeah, and that's a story. But right, yeah, <laughs> we can tell that story if we want to. No, yeah. but I definitely like I talked to you online, but I think that's the first time we actually saw you like in person, like not in a huge Digimon costume. Mm. Mm-hmm. But we sat on a train next to each other for four hours and talked. <laughs> yeah, and so. I remember I had because we were doing the D- DramaCon cosplay group. Yes, we were. And we were all going down to see Svetlana at uh-huh. New York. Was it New York Comic Con? I have. To it was New York Comic Con. Yeah, it was the fall. Or was it the spring one? But nope, anyway, it was, it was definitely the fall. I remember it being the fall because it was freezing out. Oh, and I was in a right. skirt. <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, so for some reason, I knew, okay, the train's at this time, and it takes, you know, it, t- it would take me 10, 15 minutes to get to the train station by car. So I don't know why I didn't actually plan in more time. Like, I think I planned it like, okay, the train leaves at this time. That means I have to leave exactly 10, min- 10, 15 minutes ahead of time. It's like, no, that's probably not a good idea, but <laughs> didn't occur to me until the cab arrives. And I'm like, oh my God. The train leaves in, t- in like 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, get me there as fast as you can. And he got me there. And I 
gave, I forget what I, I forget what the charge was, or I gave, I gave him a big tip mm. and ran to the train platform and got on the train just before it started moving. <gasps> and I remember you guys, you and Kathy were looking at me like, oh my God, we didn't think you were coming. Yeah, we were like, hey, maybe he meant like a different train. I don't know if he's going to make it. And then like you were just there. We we're like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. And then you were in your Matt costume and I, oh my God, what was the girlfriend's name? And it makes me so upset. I don't remember right now. Sandra. San- yeah. Yep. Yep. And Kathy. That was oh. New York Comic Con. It was this February 2007. I'm okay. i pictures so right now. Okay, so it was 2007. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. Yeah. It was crazy. I have a picture of you on the train. Oh my God, I must look amazing. Because here's the thing. Before you, we saw baby. you. I was a baby. So like right before we like seen you, I got to Kathy's house the night before um, to uh, stay overnight with Kathy. So it would be easier for us to just go- travel into Boston together. Right. And um, she decided that she wasn't done with her costume. So I stayed up with her all night. So at that point, I had been up probably about 20 hours mm-hmm. at least. Um, and then we had the whole day in New York before we even got back to the hotel room. I was up like a total of probably 36 hours that day. So when you saw me, I was like, I've just been up for like almost 24 hours. What's up? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, back in the day when you're like in your very, very like early 20s and you're like, I'm invincible. I don't need sleep. That's not true. And you guys were staying at the New York Hotel, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we all yeah, stayed in the hotel It was too. like the official con hotel at the time. And yep. so uh, I was in a room with, I think, Svet and Dee and I had a, a like a rollaway bed. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys saw the room at one point. You mean the closet? Yeah. The smallest hotel room I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I only mentioned this because uh, I checked out and they were staying a few extra days to meet with publishers and mm-hmm. they got transferred to a new room, which was like three times the size. And it was one less person. I'm like what? Yeah. Because the publishers were paying for it. <laughs> no, it was like the same rate, but because this is, you know, the New Yorker and all the hotels are really quirky. Yeah. All the rooms are just oddly shaped. Cause, yeah, like I think the bedroom I'm in right now is the same size as the room that we had when we were staying at the New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> like legit the same size. Oh, God. But yeah, I mean, that was that your first official meeting with Svet? No, I met her in uh, 2004 at BakaretsuCon. Oh, okay. So she hadn't published DramaCon yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had her own independent comics uh, chasing rainbows and night mm-hmm. silver and so mm-hmm. i bought copies of those and she signed it and uh started following her on live journal after that and mm-hmm. you know yeah but don't let him fool you because he definitely had a crush on her when i uh, met her with him mm, maybe <laughs> you <laughs> yes. totally did it was awesome yeah. <laughs> it was cute it was fun and i remember too because then um like after day one because she was all excited because we were dressed up i remember and then we all went out to dinner together that's right yeah we went out to that diner in new york at like 11 o'clock at night yes yep and she had meatloaf and she was really excited about it (laughs) really i don't remember that but (laughs) she totally had meatloaf she loves meatloaf yeah yeah she was she's just like meatloaf we're like yeah Yeah. You're going to have to talk to her about that on her episode, though. Right. Yeah, I know. It will be coming. She's going to be on here. Very excited. 
I'm so excited. But yeah, no, that was fun. That was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that was our first time we hung out. It was, yeah. And we had a good time, yeah. We did have a good time, yeah. I mean, group cosplay is always fun. And always. I think that was the only costume I brought, the, the DramaCon costume. Yeah, I brought that, and I had Tomiki. And the other, only other thing I remember from that convention, like I said, we wandered around a lot. The dealer's room was huge. We definitely yeah. hung out at her booth for a while, dressed up. But like, well, And this was the Javits, and the dealer's room was huge, but because I think this was their first or second year, mm-hmm. it was also very empty. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go to New York Comic Con now and it's packed. Yeah, yeah. But I've got pictures of aisles where it's like, oh, look, there's nobody here. And they reported yep. some crazy attendance. I'm like, yeah, no way did they have 10,000 people. This was like four tops. Right. Was, panel rooms are empty. And yeah, this is. Yeah, the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I remember, um, I remember the only other thing from that was, so we wandered around the last day and as anybody knows that listens to my podcast, for some reason, Chris Sabat, whenever I meet him, I turn into an entire mush pile and I can't explain it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm a full mature adult. And it's like, but Chris Sabat was basically my childhood. And I remember walking through the dealer's room and I stopped because the Funimation booth was there and I saw Laura Bailey mm-hmm. and I saw Sean Shamil. And at the end of the line was Chris Sabat. And I just walked away from like Kathy and just got in line. And stood there, like staring at them, like, I'm going to get something signed. I'm going to have to talk to him. What do I do? Like, I've made a terrible mistake. Like, what's going on? Why am I doing this to myself? And then, like, Laura Bailey, you know, is like, Laura Bailey. Like, she is really that amazing of a person. And then I was standing there, and Sean Sean left. And we had the poster, and Chris Sabat took it. And he's about to sign it, and he looks, he goes, oh, where's Sean? And Laura goes, oh, he's going to summon the dragon. And I remember Chris Savage looks at me and goes, that means he's taking a shit. <laughs> That's the code we use in the booth when you've got to take a shit. We summon the dragon. So he wrote it on my poster. <laughs> like he signed it like, Goku's gone to summon the dragon, Vegeta, Chris Savage. And then Sean comes back like two seconds later and he looks at my poster and he's just like, no, why would you do that? (laughs) And of course the whole time like this is happening, like I can sit here and laugh about it and talk like so casually about it. But at the time I'm just sitting there with my mouth open, like Chris Sabat had a conversation with me. (laughs) He knows I exist. And there's been so many encounters since then, Patrick, like all embarrassing. I mean, he came to the New Hampshire convention and people like they were joking that I couldn't be around him because I wouldn't be able to control myself. And I got a picture with him and it was fine, but it wasn't fine. Cause I was just like, can I have a picture really quick? And he was like, yeah, and I got a picture. And like, that was the most conversation I had with him the entire weekend. And then I remember I met him again at an, at, at a Rhode Island comic con at some point. And it was incredibly awkward because again, I just kind of stood there and I was just like, thanks and ran away. And then the most recent, Rhode Island Comic Con that I went to, he was a guest at, right? I didn't even get in line to meet him because I was like, nope, we're not going to make an ass of ourselves this time. We're not, Patrick. This is not that story. But guess what? Still managed to make an ass of myself. You know why? You know why, Patrick? Because I was walking into like the hallway at Rhode Island Comic Con, as we all know, which is a huge mess. And what do I do? I walk into Chris Sabat (laughs) and we stare at each other and I'm full on Percy. And I'm just like, Oh my god! And he goes, "Oh, critical role!" And I'm like, mm-hmm, and I ran. <laughs> it's like, oh, why am I like this? 
Yes. Oh, uh, someday you'll have a normal encounter with him. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, He'll be I'm on always... the show and... <laughs> No, I can't do it. Well, maybe if we're on the show, it'll be fine because we're not looking at each other. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Chris Abbott, if you ever want to be on my show, haha, so funny, Katie. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only other thing I remember from that convention was Chris Abbott, like, talking to me about pooping. And I was like, okay, well. I remember they had the first annual American Anime Awards. Do you remember? Yes. It, was, it was aired on Anime Network. Right, right, right. And... Yeah, they were pretty. Oh, they. I think you can watch the entire award show on YouTube. I think somebody posted it. Okay. And, oh, it's not great. Oh, I mean. I was there in person to watch it, uh, covering it as press, and. Eesh. Eesh. I mean, even even from the start when they, they did the the voting, I knew that it was messed up because they had Akira under comedy. Like, what? Uh huh. I was Akira a comedy. I mean. And they, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, every time they listed her, even after she won an award, it was always just Mary Elizabeth. They just left her last name. It's like, guys, you might want to get her name correct. This is how she's credited. Use that. But no. Poor Mary Elizabeth. I love that woman. Yeah. And so the first annual American Anime Awards, and there was never a second. (laughs) The end. It's like calling a movie. (laughs) one and then never doing a part two. Oh boy oh 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 also 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 i remember kathy was in her drama con costume and that's when i met stanley what well because oh, they were doing right. that they filmed the, the show like you want to be a superhero or whatever yeah oh what and, was that yeah it was, uh, it was on whatever wants to be a superhero that's yeah it was a sci-fi channel show yeah yeah and like she got in line in her in that um, in her costume, and she's like, "Well, I mean, I might as well, right? Like, what's going to happen? They're probably not going to get picked, but at least I get to be on the show, maybe." I'm like, "Sure." And I just remember sitting there in line waiting, and all of a sudden the door opens, and a cameraman walks out, and I'm like, "Well, that's interesting. They're probably just going to get like a line shot, no big deal, right?" And yeah. there he was. He walked out, with Stan fucking Lee, and he walked down that line of people, and he shook hands with everybody, and I I shook hands with him, and he looked me in the eye and said, "Hi, I'm Stan Lee," and I was like, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> like I don't care who I am, but you take it. Like we shook hands, and he just smiled at me, and he kept going. And uh, I mean, honestly, the best. <laughs> so the the Katie Cinematic Universe has a Stan Lee cameo. You damn right it does. <laughs> And and I think honestly, because we shook hands and had a conversation, I'm technically part of the MCU. I think it counts. Yeah, it's on film somewhere. Actually, I've got friends who are part of the MCU. <sighs> I should get them on this show. Don't joke with me. Don't do this, Patrick. The uh, scene where Tony Stark is presenting to MIT and there's a crowd of students. No, they're in the crowd. <gasps> they got to be a brown Robert. Yes. You know people that breathe the same oxygen as Robert Downey Jr. and you've never told me? I thought we were friends. One of them is also in the background of an episode of Sherlock. Oh my god, that's amazing. And as far as we know, uh-huh. it's one of only two people to be in both Sherlock and the MCU. What? Do you know who oh, the other one is? Yeah, the, other one, the other one is Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> oh, actually, I think, no, the only one to be in Civil War and ah. uh, Sherlock. Oh, I don't know who. Martin Freeman. 
<gasps> what? I mean, of course, Benedict Cumberbatch. He's yeah, in the MCU, but he wasn't in Civil War. But yeah, that is she, true. He is not. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're in the audience, and I can see him sitting there. So it's, it's cool. <sighs> Robert. <laughs> what a white whale. That's the white whale. I want to be that. Know, I, I suspect he wasn't actually on stage for a lot of the shots. Don't 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 do that to people's you know, dreams. You know he was there the whole time, and then afterwards they all went out to lunch together. Don't don't. Oh yes, and he, don't blemish it, Patrick. <laughs> don't do it. He bought them all cars. And... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're all friends. They are on their Christmas lists and stuff. Yeah, I want to be on Robert Downey Jr.'s Christmas list. Anyways, we're getting off track. The point is, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's basically yeah we spend our first like official meeting together like at a convention, dressed up in a group cosplay. I met on a train. Yeah. Yep. It's a good story. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so this past anime Boston, right? Oh, yeah. It was good. It was, it was a good time. Oh, such a, it's so good to be back. And I missed everybody so much. Yep. Yep. Slightly emotional. Only on my part. Yeah. <laughs> and- I, didn't, I don't think I ever got the chance to tell you because I'm pretty sure I, I, I forgot to tell Doug too, but it's like one of those things like Masquerade this year was so much fun and oh. it was good, but the energy was a little bit off just because we all knew that um, our friend Rody couldn't be there, obviously, because he had sadly passed away. Um, so this was like a heavy masquerade for a lot of people in the sense that yeah. it's like, okay, we're going to do this, but like, what's the vibe going to be? Because now we have to present this to the crowd and we have to be like, but we have to keep going, you know, and that's the whole message we were trying to put off. And it was hard for me because I'm just trying to be like the rock of the group because the whole day everyone's been like emotional and everything else. And I just remember you and Doug all of a sudden just appeared at like the right time when I was like, I'm going to be emotional. And then like, you were there and I was like, Patrick. <laughs> and then Doug was there and I was like, Doug's here. <laughs> so I don't think I got to thank you for showing up, but thank you for showing up. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, it was just tough for everybody. So much mm-hmm. has changed in the last three years since we mm-hmm. had the previous con. And I mean, I was telling people the last enemy Boston my son wasn't even a year old mm-hmm. and this enemy Boston, he's four. Yep. I mean, that math is just weird. Yep. Yep. His birthday was child. After the, after 2019, but before 2022. So it's, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, enemy is scripted. I was told weeks ahead of time mm-hmm. who I would have as guests, which I love to be able to plan things around who's in the show. Like, yeah. It gives me an idea of, okay, I've got, you know, uh, uh, two male, two female, or, you know, I'm going to plan this. And, oh, I know that this person likes to do this game. So let me put that in. The, and, you know, I just like to have an idea who's going to be there. Sure. And be prepared. So, yeah. And so this year was no different. I got the list. And then uh, we had just finished, or no, uh, Mick was doing. Uh, she had some game show in main events. I forget which one. But she was up on stage doing the show, and I checked um, the uh, guidebook just to see, like, oh, let me just see what it lists. Mm-hmm. And I see it lists three actors. And I'm like, wait, what happened to the other one? And so I messaged guests, no response. And I messaged programming. I'm like, um... <laughs> Did, do I have one or is this just a, a error in the listing? Because <laughs> nobody told me that somebody <laughs> dropped out. Like what? 
And so uh turns out yes, somebody has dropped and uh, uh so we need to find a replacement. And I'm like, oh because this has happened before where uh either they haven't asked the guest or maybe the guest gets cold feet or I don't really know. But right. I've had guests drop out before. I think the worst one year I had to have two fill ins. And uh, luckily, I think Jekka was staffing that year. She's great at animated scripted, so I asked her to fill in. And then uh, I grabbed somebody from security. And so, you know, <laughs> they do a good job. But when I introduce everybody, uh, they're expecting voice actors. And the, right. somebody in a red shirt comes out on stage. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You can see the crowd's reactions like, huh? Yeah. And so... Um, Andrew from programming uh, gets back to me and says, oh, uh, I'm going to see if I can get Katie from Masquerade. I was like, oh my God, yes, I know Katie. Katie will be amazing. Yes, <laughs> go for Katie. And so I got word back, yes, she's going to do it. I'm like, oh my God, thank you, Katie. <laughs> well, it was just funny. Like, I mean, like I said, it, like in the, the episode I talked about it, it was literally like, oh, I've got a few hours till my panel. Why am I getting a message? Who is it? What? <laughs> Why am I doing improv? And like, I don't know why it's like just being tired. Like it's first day, like I've already run down because you've been up for so many hours already. And I'm just like, when do we have stand up comedy at this convention? <laughs> I'm like walking around like, why am I doing? And they're like unscripted. And I was like, yeah, man, Patrick. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm a Pat. What's up? I can do that. Yeah. And so I knew because you did the masquerade, you have a great stage presence. And yeah. because you do the masquerade, everybody knows who you are. You hope, anyways. They know Ouija. <laughs> Ouija. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think it worked out great. I mean, maybe I'm biased, but you know, that's one of the better, uh, one of the better uh, anime scripts we did. It started off a little rough because I was out of practice. I was like, I had to just kind of calm down. Okay, here's how it's supposed to go. <laughs> no, I think it was years great. since I did it last. <laughs> I think it went great. I couldn't even tell. Like, honestly, well, also was just like, well, here's hope and then funny. Like, <laughs> well, I remember towards the beginning, I was kind of stumbling over my notes like, oh, whoops. <laughs> but yeah, once I got in the rhythm and got everything sorted out while you guys were performing some games, that's okay. I know, where, I know what's going next. Okay. Because <laughs> contrary to the name, there's not much anime and it's mm. totally scripted. At least my part. You guys don't know what you don't have a script, but nope. I've got all the games. I've got what I'm supposed to say, mm -hmm. and, I've and your slideshow. Yeah, my slideshow. I've got who's supposed to do which thing, and sometimes I change it up during that, depending on how things are going. But mm -hmm. and, and the order of the games is actually not planned out in advance. The, I generally start with the same first two because they're usually pretty solid, but then. Mm -hmm. You know, the order I'll be like, all right, let's move on to this one. Let's give somebody a break. And I'll, I'll do the game where they sit out. And then we'll move on to this one. This is always, if, if like, there's, there's one that doesn't land, I'll go to one that I know is going to be a hit next. And so I change the order around. But, mm -hmm. but there's not much anime in there. And yeah, there's a script. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the voice actors do anime. So that's where it comes from. Yeah. But, you know, they see anime scripted. And, I think that's why some of them might drop out because they, I've had some of them before the show say, I don't really know much anime. It's like, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah. about it. Nobody does. You know who Batman <laughs> is? Okay, you're good. <laughs> oh I'll pick like the most obscure character I've got in some 
thing. Like, you know who Harry Potter is? Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Um, I haven't seen Harry Potter. You know he's a wizard, right? Yeah. Good. You're good. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. He has magic. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was your favorite game of this time? Uh, my favorite is always PowerPoint Roulette. Mm-hmm. I just love finding the crazy slides. And in the in the two years since I did it last, or three, however long it had been, I found a great resource for pictures. It's like, oh, I can't wait to use these. And so I just got some of the craziest pictures. And for people that haven't seen it, um, I put together a PowerPoint presentation. Mm-hmm. And I've got pictures that are just really weird stuff. Like there's a car that has... Uh, it's been riced out with cardboard <laughs> instead of, you know, fiberglass or whatever. And, uh, the, or, uh, there'll be people with legs for ha- legs for arms or, you know, somebody with a chicken head. And so it's stuff, it's pictures you can't really explain. And then they have to explain it because I give them a topic that somebody did a school report on. One of the first ones we did was Brazil. And so Chris Ayers is on stage talking about hello i'm talking about the president of brazil and here he is and there's a picture of you know some weird looking guy <laughs> <laughs> and so they just have to go through they, they've got everybody's got five slides and they just have to somehow make it about whatever topic it is and uh yeah and so that's it's just a lot of fun mm-hmm. and you know you never know what's coming up on the next slide and some people have different techniques like when brian brushwood does it he likes to say my next slide will show how this relates to the topic at hand and uh and how people react to it and then it comes up with the picture he so he he describes it and he doesn't even see the picture and then mm-hmm. it comes up <laughs> but other people <laughs> like to see the picture and then try to explain that right uh but yeah this this it's always a hit and that's why I save it to last. Yep. 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 Makes sense. Yep. Um, I think my favorites were, I mean, I like the one where we made up the movie, me and, and Greg. Uh, the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bastropiece theater. <laughs> and I usually say that till later on because uh, I have two people describing a movie and two people have to act it out. And mm-hmm. I try to make it so that people who might be better at storytelling will make up the movie and people who might be able to act it out would have to do that part. Mm-hmm. So it's, Oh, let me tell you, me and Greg Ayers killed it. You, you had quite the movie going. It was it Godzilla, was so... right? No, it no. was Shrek versus Batman. Shrek versus Batman. That's right. <laughs> riveting. Absolutely riveting. Greg. Yeah, I know. Uh, that one. And then the one where, uh, we had the we were doing the show, but like it in different styles. Oh, film and theater styles, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had to sing. You know, I gotta I gotta go back and look on YouTube because long ago mm-hmm. I had somebody doing anime and scripted, and they I remember doing film and theater styles. One of the styles was Dungeons and Dragons, and I need to see how Matt Mercer did that. Matt Mercer was in Anime and Scripted with you? Yeah. What? And this is pre-Critical Role. Yeah. What? I didn't know Matt Mercer did Anime and Scripted. He was great. 
I don't remember the specifics because I've done this like 50 times. So <laughs> let's see. I'm looking up when he did it. I don't remember what he said, but I'll have to look up. I'm sure somebody's posted on YouTube that that performance. I'm sad that our anime scripted from this past year has not gone up on YouTube somewhere. Sad about uh, it. He was Enemy Boss in 2014. He was. Oh, and I have a picture of him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, with uh, John Stalker, Christina V, and Patrick Seitz. And Matt Mercer. And Matt Mercer, yep. That's fun. Jeez, the more you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Kineticon one year, I had the voice of Winnie the Pooh and Smokey the Bear. Um, <laughs> Oh, what's his name? Uh, Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings, yeah. And yeah, it was Kineticon 2012. And oh, I forget what the game was, but the line he said, oh my God, it had me laughing. He did the Smokey the Bear voice and said, uh-huh. do I poop in the woods? <laughs> well, I think it was the questions only. Oh, my <laughs> think, oh my God. He might not have even said poop. I don't remember at this point. You might have said the other word. Oh, he said shit. Yes. Oh, okay. You're, I forgot if this was a clean podcast. Or not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. I can't. Not with all my friends. Forget it. Jess, yeah, fuck are, you, are you kidding me? Jess is my E rating, like whether I like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody else tries to be so polite. I'm like, nah, everybody just go. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Not like the kids at work listen to it. It's fine. they do hi guys so okay of all the anime unscripted you've done like your favorite anime unscripted game like favorite guest favorite like favorite game Mm -hmm. uh the favorite game i'm not sure which convention it was it might have been providence anime conference Mm -hmm. uh jekka was one of the participants Mm -hmm. and no, I guess it couldn't have been because we didn't do PowerPoint Roulette until 2009. This was a PowerPoint Roulette one. And I think she went last. And there was a picture of a cat. It was just a cat making some funny face. Mm-hmm. And she just couldn't stop laughing at this cat picture. <laughs> and then I started zooming in and out. <laughs> Cause I had the laptop there and I just, you know, I had the trackpad and I'm just using a couple of fingers, zoom in, zoom out. And that just made her lose it even more. And, oh, I don't even think she got through it. And so the next time she performed, I put the same picture in and I did it again. <laughs> I tortured with, with this cat picture. Oh my God. Well, this past time you tortured Greg Ayers with babies. Yes. I know he has a thing about babies. And so that was, <laughs> That was planned. <laughs> I think I even said at one point, Greg, since you've done this before, you should go first. Mm-hmm. That was because I had planned it. <laughs> like I said, Babies. scripted. <laughs> I knew what was coming. The face. He was just like. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was at uh, Bakaratsukan with Greg Ayers one year. And mm-hmm. uh there wasn't a whole lot to do with the con. It's a small con. And mm-hmm. so, you know, nights are pretty dead and he knows me. I know him. So we're hanging out. And, uh, I think we were just hanging out in the lobby and there's one of those free newspapers 
it's October. And on the cover of the newspaper, they've got a baby <laughs> sitting in a pumpkin. As okay. if the pumpkin is a diaper. They've hmm. got leg holes cut out of this pumpkin, and they've just sure. got the baby plopped right in there. Sure. <laughs> and <laughs> so Greg, uh, I have a picture of it. I don't think I can share, but Greg wrote on the paper, I just shit in this pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god of course he did yeah you know i probably should have pulled that picture out for his thing. <laughs> maybe oh. next time next year so everybody there's a little preview for anime boston 2023 if greg Ayers is in anime scripted there'll be a picture of a baby and a pumpkin oh my god will, please let me do it with you guys again he will remember that i'm sure because this <laughs> was it, the, the moment we shared with this pumpkin Oh my god. Uh, that's so good. Oh my god. Alright, so hmm, let's see. You said you've done it like fifty times. I mean there's gotta be yeah. more. You have some more moments. I've had like, like over I have nearly a hundred guests of honor and mm-hmm. over a hundred people. Uh been doing more than two decades of anime scripted. Five time zones. <laughs> Now, do you have more episodes of Anime Unscripted or The Chibi Project? Oh, Anime Unscripted. Well, actually, no. Now that I think about it. So we've done Anime Unscripted 50, more than 50 times. I think we just passed 50. And we've, Chibi Project, it's probably close to that. It's probably about even. But, you know, haven't done Chibi Project in seven years now. Has it really been that long? Yeah. Oh, man. Chibi Project, for anybody that doesn't know, mm-hmm. uh, we destroyed toys for no good reason. It started yeah. with a Chibi Moon figure that my friend Liz gave me. She got a collection of the Sailor Scouts. And she did not want Chibi Moon. So she said, here, do whatever you want. Stomp on it with a boot if you want. And she stomped on it. And so I I remembered there was something called, I think it was the Baloney Project. Mm-hmm. Whereas people just did weird things with baloney. And, <laughs> you know, it was the 90s. People were doing weird stuff on the internet. Yeah, you know. And it's... so I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to put it on the train tracks. I'll get a picture of the squished Jimmy Moon and she'll be happy. Well, the train did not destroy it. Uh... It probably bounced off before the train got there, but, you know, it got some scrapes, but it was still intact. So it's like, okay, I'm going to do something else. And I kept doing things and doing more things. And so I built up this whole website around this, uh, did, did like 15 experiments on it. I eventually cut it in half, glued it back together. It was run over by a DeLorean, mm-hmm. um, you know, lit on fire with a model rocket engine. And, you know, yeah, she went through of, it. Yeah, all sorts of weird stuff. And then I moved on to other stuff because it was getting, you know, it's small and it's not much more I could do to this thing. <laughs> not not much left to it. <laughs> so you know, I moved on to burning Gundam and uh, put various toys into a blender to mm-hmm. different amounts of success depending on the blender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an Edward Cullen uh, doll that we drove stakes through. Um, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a lot of stuff. And uh, we, sh- we shot bullets at Naruto headbands to see which ones were the most bulletproof mm-hmm. <laughs> the metal the metal parts and yep uh, yep 
some fared better than others. The plastic ones were not great. <laughs> nope, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> uh, the metal ones left sharp edges behind where the bullet passed through. <laughs> Yikes. That was actually the last experiment we did. We figured, okay, we're going out with a bang, literally. Yeah. But, yeah. There's, so it was mostly, uh, you know, Liz started it, but it was mostly Jekka and I that kept it going with our crazy ideas. <laughs> Dropped <laughs> it from an amusement park ride with, before the park opened with permission of the people there. So Yep, yep. Yeah, so. that, that's something I've, like an anniversary edition should come out of. Like, I would watch that panel. <laughs> anniversary to more oh, yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, Ugh. like See, like I, what would it, like if you had kept going with it, like what year would it have been? Like when did you officially start that? Well, we started Chibi Project. It was oh, 1998. Okay, I, I think it was. I'm actually checking. So next year would be 25 February years. February 15th, 1999. Okay, so next year would be 24 years. Yeah. And then, oh my God, 24 years. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, you know, it just kind of went off and it was just a website. And then we started doing a podcast and we were doing weekly episodes for a while. And then we just changed to, you know, whenever episodes. Mm-hmm. And we recapped all the old ones and then moved on to new ones. So we did... 51 episodes. <laughs> well, the, uh, the final episode was a two-parter because we did a hour-long panel. So we cut it up to, okay, let's do the final experiment. And then we just recap on everything we've done and talk about it and why we're ending it. Sure, sure. I would totally go to a 24th like anniversary of the Chip Project. Uh, well, maybe 25. We'll see. Give it one more year after that. Give me some time to plan. Collect some yeah. toys. Yeah. No more Gundam, though. Doug would never forgive you. Well, I already did one. <laughs> oh, poor Gundam. Oh, boy. Patrick, yeah. this is fun. It's always yeah, a good time. Know, we don't always hang love out I know, right? Are you guys live so far away. You're the one that lives far away. We're all close together down here. What's yeah, I know. You? You're a little cult. <laughs> You're all like a mile away from each other. <laughs> okay, handy. fine. It's I'm handy sorry. so that we can say, hey, we should get together, and we never do. Okay, I'm sorry I live 45 minutes away. Okay, my bad. That's not too far. It's not. I can come down and visit. I've done it before. Yeah. And now that we're all gross and we've all had COVID, we can do that three month immunity thing. We can start looking doorknobs together and everything. Mm-mm. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. All right, fine. I'll like doorknobs. I'm daring. You guys don't have to. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, is there anything yeah. you'd like to promote while you're here? Oh, you know, go to fancons.com. Mm-hmm. That's my website. And if you want to see the toys get destroyed, that's at chibiproject.com. Yes. And you can watch all our old episodes. They're good. They're funny. I enjoy them immensely. <laughs> It's funny because I actually looked one of them up today before we started this podcast and I was like, oh, I should talk about that. And thank God I remembered somehow because <laughs> I would have been sad. i like, oh, a chippy project. Um, and, well, the podcast, it's also on, you know, it's a video podcast. So you're going to have a video podcast play like Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts. We'll sure, work on sure. everything. But it's out there if you want to search on podcasts. And I suggest episode 17, which is Sailor Mars versus Fire Breathing. A special <laughs> guest star, Brian Brushwood. <gasps> 
he breathes fire on uh, Great Salmon. Oh wait, no, he he breathes fire on Sailor Mars. Great Salmon right. is the next episode. Uh, he breathes fire on Sailor Mars and burns her. <laughs> He's, he just puts, you know, fire comes out of his mouth. He's magic. <laughs> magic. <laughs> um, and as always, I am promoting that book that I wrote. And uh, if you purchase it, a dollar from each sale goes to several different charities, including Planned Parenthood, Trevor Project, and the Sandy Hook Promise. And that book is called That Could Have Gone Worse, Life Lessons from a Dinosaur Cosplayer. Uh, available on Amazon in Kindle and paperback form, and uh, a sequel is in the works. So, Ooh. yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not done yet. Don't oh, shut up, Patrick. I got so many stories. <laughs> I need you to sign my book. I've got the paperback. No, no, I didn't get to sign it at Boston, did I? I didn't bring it. No, yeah. it's okay. I guess I have to come I, down and visit. Yeah, you'll have to do that. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.